We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today, I want to introduce you to Janice. Janice is um, not just a, a, a partner of a previous guest that I had got to have on, but she is an amazing, amazing, awesome individual. She has a, a joy and a life about her that just exudes and, and pours out. She's one that, that, that just feels like when you're in her presence, you are getting energy of just whatever is about to be accomplished, whatever is about to be set before you. And you just kind of have this sense that you're just like, this person is going to really cheer me on. And I'm excited for that. And I'm really just honored that uh, Janice, you're sitting down with me today. um, And I get to let other people hear some of that beautiful energy that you have and just feel inspired and encouraged by by who you are. Because I feel like that's something that comes out of you just so quickly and so easily. So so thank you for joining me today. Oh, thank you for that lovely introduction. That's um, quite a way to introduce me, for sure. Uh, I haven't uh, I haven't heard anybody introduce me in a while, and this perception of people that I just met is uh, is very uh, eye-opening to me as well. Like sometimes I I, I can't uh, see myself from the outside, so it's um it, this is a good exercise for me and appreciate it. So thank you for having me and inviting me to have a conversation with you for sure. Very much excited to have you here. Yeah, it is fun. It's always like, how do other people see me? It's yeah. always like an interesting thing to think. Super strange perception. <laughs> like I have this inner view of myself all the time, and sometimes I forget about you know what other people see and. Uh, that happens to me also in work. You know, I get tunnel vision, and then I, I I don't see what other people see, and then people come and congratulate me, and I'm like, oh my God, it's such success! I'm like, really? Is that what it seems like? Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Great. Something's working. Yes, okay. Exactly. Right. Cool. The whole world's stoops. Let's yeah, go. Let's just go with it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so I have a list of questions I go through with all my guests. They're all designed at getting to know you, your view of the world, your perspective, who you are. There's no wrong answers because it's you. Beautiful. So answer as you feel led and we will dive right in. Perfect. All right. So the first one is who do you define yourself as? Oof. <laughs> um, well, I, I define myself as not only one thing. Um, you know, that was, uh, that was in my, my previous experience and what my upbringing and where I came from. It was o- always very much about who you're going to be, what you're going to be. You have to decide at a very young age and what you choose is what you do forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, this concept of, of permanence and this forever idea, it was such a pressure on, you know, understanding that you know, you need to know who you are at a certain age and what you're going to do for the rest of your life and who you're going to marry and, you know, all of that. It was Mm -hmm. just, so um, I I broke free from that, I guess. So then um, when I started defining myself, I I promised myself that I would never be just one thing. So I'm a, um, you know, I'm, I'm an array of many different things. I'm many people rolled into one. I, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, uh, Some people will see me as a, as an entrepreneur. Other people will see me as a, as a former lawyer. Other people see me as, you know, an acrobat. Um, uh, you know, some people see me as a, as a daughter or, you know, a family member. So, so I guess that. Um, I'm many things, uh, I'm, and I'm very happy with that uh, d- definition to be able to say that I am 
whoever I am in the moment, uh, mm -hmm. whatever I'm doing in the present time, and also knowing that I can always change my mind mm -hmm. and, uh, and that change is good and that uh, I can grow and evolve to be more things. And that is always an exciting, an exciting prospect. So I keep it open, <laughs> I like that. mostly. No, that's really cool. And yeah, like, I mean, I did. I got to meet you through, um, I get to meet you through Jeff, um, through one of the aspects of things you do in life. Yes. And and you you have so many facets in that. And I think that's really cool. Like, want to hear more about the acrobat? For sure, we're going to dive into that. Sure. But <laughs> it's just cool. It's cool to be able to, like, I am so many facets of what I'm doing and I'm who I am in any given moment. And, and yes. I like that. I yes, like that yes. so much to say, like, sorry, box. I'm no. not living there. <laughs> no. Try again. <laughs> I never liked the box, actually. I was always very resistant to the boxes, what got me here. Yeah, here we are in, in, in Mexico still and just uh, enjoying this beautiful weather, enjoying this place. So, yeah, it's a good place to, to for life to have gotten you yes. to. Yes, <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm uh, very happy that it brought me all the way here, that I brought myself all mm. the way here. So it's uh, I'm very proud of that, very happy as well. So. Good clarification. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I have to cool. give myself credit sometimes. For sure. I don't do it enough. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you shared a little bit about your lack of appreciation for overpriced tacos. Yes. But uh, what is your favorite food? <laughs> oh, definitely tacos. <laughs> yes. uh, I am a, I'm a real Mexican through and through. And um, I think that uh, the taco is just the perfect food. You know, you could have it for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. It could be a snack. Um, it's also such an easy, easy food, you know, mm -hmm. just you need a good tortilla, which is something that will be the base of your taco, that vehicle of anything that you want to put in there. So if you have good tortillas, which sadly in this part of Mexico, it's very hard to find. There's mm -hmm. not really good tortillas around here, but I'm a city girl. I'm from central Mexico, Mexico City, which is the home of El Taco al Pastor, mm -hmm. which is my favorite taco in the world. Uh, so yeah, it's, I guess tacos are my favorite food by far. Um, it's just uh, uh, it's home to me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So I guess I'm gonna have to go to Mexico City and eat some oh, tacos. Please. Let me. I love to take people on taco tours in Mexico City. So next time that you're there, you definitely call me up. I'll take you to the most amazing taco places, like holes in the wall, and then street tacos, and then fancy tacos for sure. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I love taking people to eat good food. Great. For sure. I, that will take zero convincing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me twist your arm then. Let's go. <laughs> tacos, Mexico City, done. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, are you reading anything right now? I am. I am. Um, I'm try I always try to read stuff. I'm always trying to be active that way. Uh, right now, I'm reading... Um, Gabor Mate's uh, *The Myth of Normal*. Um, I've been—it's uh, a—it's a—it's a long, really heavy, but very eye-opening book that I am enjoying a lot uh, because I'm—I'm—it's—it's it's addressing certain things in my life that I have uh, that I've avoided. You know, we all—we all live with certain types of trauma since uh, you know because childhood. You know, so <laughs> people. Um, yeah, because people, childhood, family. You yeah. know, it's uh, so it's—it's uh, it's been uh, super interesting and very useful. Uh, I find that it's been a good tool for me, and I just love Gabor Mate and his work and everything. You know, he's very honest and very candid about his life and what he has done and. And I think he specializes in, in explaining trauma in a way that, you know, that most people can relate to it and understand it. And uh, it has been very eye-opening to me mm -hmm. in, um, in, in this phase of my life, mm -hmm. specifically. Um, cool. I try to combine things also. I like to read, you know, this type of thing, which is not light reading. But then <laughs> I also like to read, you know, 
Um, I'm into, you know, like uh, Atomic Habits and, uh, you know, useful uh, tools for either business or entrepreneurship or um, so that's kind of like how I like to combine my reading, mm -hmm. just so you know, some some personal heavy things and then some useful um, business tools that uh, or life tools that can actually help. That's cool. Yeah. Very much a, a individual who desires to really grow in all aspects. So like, another nine, neither of those are what someone would perceive as like light reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Definitely not. But that's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what would you say is your greatest fear? Uh, I guess my one of my, fa my, my, my my fears in life has always been um, to regret. Mm -hmm. uh, the fear of regret has has chased me since I was uh, a kid. You know, uh, the way that I grew up, it was just like you don't you know don't make mistakes because you know you'll mm -hmm. you'll regret it or don't take this decision or don't do this or don't do that because regret is something that you don't want to deal with. Uh, so it's uh, it's been my biggest fear for a long time, and right now in the, this time of my I mean I'm I'm 45, so by this time of my life I think that um, uh, dealing with regret in a different way actually doesn't feel like regret. You know, if you uh, give yourself the opportunity to change and to grow, and to think about past decisions as that as past decisions that have led you here. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I've been working on that for sure, but it, it's, it has been one of my biggest fears. The fear of regret has always uh, has always been lurking there in one way or another in my life. Hmm. I like that you talked about like the repositioning of that thought process. Well, reframing it, yeah, just yeah. It's like the way to yeah. reframe it, which is not always easy because it's a, because it's a fear, you know, it's a, it becomes a habit and it's very embedded mm -hmm. in, sometimes it's not just embedded in the mind, it's embedded in the body mm -hmm. and the body manifests, it's a, you know, it tells you like, you know, this, you're afraid of this and, um, but it, working through it, uh, I think that, that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not really afraid of, 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 of challenge. So I, you know, challenge I take on mm -hmm. pretty easily, mm -hmm. uh, because I, I know that I have, my capacities are plenty, but, uh, but yeah, in terms of uh, regret, that is, that is the, the biggest monster mm -hmm. that I've had to tackle in my life. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's a big one. Yeah, it is but a big it's, one. <laughs> it's, it's a lot bigger if we ignore it. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I ignored it for a long time. It just grew. It grew, it grew, mm. it grew until I just, it was hard to hide. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. On the other end of that, what would you say that you value the most? I think gratitude. Mm. Uh, gratitude has been an excellent, I even like, I even call it a weapon. Like, mm. to me, gratitude has been something that I have discovered also, like real true gratitude uh, is something that I've discovered also like late in my life. And uh, it is uh, it's something that I hold very dear now and I, I place in very high value because it is an emotion that could actually change your life. It's, and it's not hard to put yourself there simple things like I take you know I do gratitude practices every day even if it's just for three minutes or five minutes if I especially you know this is why I moved to this place to this paradise uh, it's it's hard not to be grateful here when you walk outside and you see the color of this water and you see the ocean and the sand and the nature and being surrounded in nature has put me in contact with gratitude I you know, living in, in in the city and being a city rat just being so absorbed in my life and in the conflict of my life and spending four hours a day stuck in a car in traffic <laughs> like that'll fuck you up you know it'll it'll change you it does something to you and and moving down here and being so in touch with nature put me in that gratitude place of being really grateful to be able to witness the the just the the, the magic and the the 
the power of nature. Mm -hmm. uh, just being seeing a sunset, and you know, here in this place, sunsets are something really special. Uh, I call it the pink hour. It's just a time of the afternoon where the sun is kind of setting, but it's dusk, and it's just the color of the sky is like this cotton candy and blue and yellow, and and that has changed my brain. It really mm -hmm. it changed my brain and, and, and my heart, and it just makes me feel uh, so open. Uh, gratitude, actually, I was talking about this yesterday on the ice bath challenge, like nothing can go wrong when your heart is open and filled with gratitude, and that is the safest place um, that I can feel. So that's what I, 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 I place most value in is gratitude. Yeah, that's really beautiful, and it's a really amazing thing to say. I'm going to consciously let my life be marked by this. I'm going to consciously make my decisions around this, yes. frame my days with this, yes. and to look oh, at it in that. Oh, it's a great way to frame your day. Like, mm -hmm. it'll, it'll, it'll t completely change your outlook and your perspective on anything that you need to do, whether it be hard or not. Mm -hmm. If you anchor it and you anchor yourself in gratitude, nothing can go wrong. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's a good tool to yeah. have. No, I love that. And also just like a really cute story I heard you share a little bit earlier of the of the cotton candy skies and you were found yourself in them for a moment and just like, how do I be this color? Oh, and I was yes. like, that's adorable. Yes. I wanted to be that <laughs> color. Like, this is just like, this. Could, I couldn't imagine a more superior being or a more, you know, more elated place to yeah, be. Than that and beautiful I, color. I wanted to be this color. I was like the, the turquoise of the water and the cotton candy skies. I was like, this is like, I'm living in this painting and this dream. And yeah. I wonder what it, what, it, what it would be like to be this. That's, <laughs> that's really why, cool. that's how I want to feel. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> no, I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you felt joy? Mm. Today. <laughs> I feel. I try to feel joy every day. I, uh, um, you know, sometimes I, uh, I. It's it's hard not to go back into old habits, especially, especially when you're in the grind. You know, like you're you're working towards a goal, and you know, I'm very disciplined and I'm very uh, structured in many ways. So I like to chase it and I go hard at it. You know, and and. And sometimes, uh, sometimes that could be become a little joyless. Um, but I, as I said, like if you anchor yourself in gratitude and you give yourself at least three minutes a day to feel gratitude, you'll feel joy. Like that mm -hmm. is a, that's a path, uh, a good tool to do to have because it's going to take you to that place of of feeling the joy and happiness of whatever it is that you're looking at or feeling or engaged in. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a, a yeah, I, I, I try to do that every day so that I feel joy every day. That's cool, I love that. Um, on the other end of that, when was the last time you were afraid and why? Today. <laughs> Today as well. <laughs> um, there's always some something or other that scares me in a day. Uh, you know, I, when I wake up, sometimes I have, you know, I have the fear of failure or I have the fear of, of not being able to do something that I want to do or that I said that I, that I was going to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel fear every day, but it, uh, now I, I also reframe it. I just reframe it in a way to make it uh, a motivation just to use it for motivation as fuel but not because otherwise you know fear will 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 leave you static it'll it'll freeze you it'll 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 just you'll you'll get stuck there mm -hmm. and um, if you reframe it and then you you use it as fuel it can be you know a little fear is actually good it's actually good to have every mm -hmm. once in a while just so that you can feel that motivation to to, to tackle what is whatever it is that you need to tackle in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if we don't feel fear, we don't feel challenged, yes. we don't feel pushed towards something, we just kind of yeah. stay in this 
comfort zone that yeah. doesn't let us grow. Well, fear is also friction, you know, mm -hmm. and and, uh, and friction creates growth. That's mm -hmm. uh, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Couldn't agree with that more. Hmm. Would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Oh, yes, um, definitely. Oof, I've had, a, because I'm old, I've had many of them. <laughs> it's a funny thing you and Jeff both share, that you both are on this delusion that you're old. Well, I said, yes, I'm going to stop saying that I'm old just to say that I'm older. Uh, so just, just, it's just a funny way of saying that I've had time. I've had time to, uh, to do many things, and, uh, and that has... Um, you know that uh, that it's just a funny way of saying that I've had many experiences or many lives as I as I see it. Mm -hmm. But um, something that I've done for myself that has changed my life or change uh, <laughs> actually living here, coming down to down here to move my life from Mexico City to this place to Tulum is uh, is something that changed me forever. Just uh, it changed my my chemistry, it changed mm -hmm. my brain, my biology. It just, uh, it, it, it's the best decision that I've made for myself. And um, that is, uh, um, uh, until now, it's one of the smartest things that I've done. Um, I also, uh, you know, when I was younger, I was married and I was married and I was in this, you know, this track that my life was already set up for me in a way. And I had to follow these footsteps. And the moment that I broke away from that, uh, from that life as well was um, something that I did filled with fear and I did it in a way that wasn't the smartest probably and um, you know it caused me a lot of conflict and a lot of pain but at the end of the day it saved my life as well uh, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm grateful to myself for having done that I could have done it better for sure but mm -hmm. uh, I was young and and uh, now I just see it as a, as a as something that I did for myself that I actually did for it was for the best hmm. I love that it's it's not commonly um viewed positively no. to make hard changes for ourselves to say but you you said something in there it said it saved my life and okay. i think it's really easy for a lot of people to value human life but to not realize like that there are things sometimes decisions we get put into or tracks maybe we feel like we're following or a lifestyle we feel like we're living that maybe isn't who we are and maybe it is killing us and yeah. so yeah well also you know we have to we have to remember that i am uh, i am mexican and i lived in a mexican culture and you know it's like uh, i grew up in that culture really heavily and mm -hmm. and it was you know this is what you do you know you grow up you you get married you have ch you have kids you have family you dedicate your life to that and and that didn't really sit well with me never since i was a kid never and i just followed it because it was what i needed to do because it was what i was told that i had to do mm -hmm. Um, but then it, that's why I say that it, it saved my life because I know I have many friends that went down that path and and then had a really tough time uh, dealing and um, some of them could get out and some of them couldn't and mm -hmm. and um, I have a lot of them that text me now and they are all you know, everybody you know they tell me things like I envy your freedom so much mm -hmm. and I can feel that you know I, I understand where they're coming from so mm -hmm. So yeah, I, uh, a lot of uh, uh, that's something that uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't easy, but I'm very happy that mm -hmm. I did it. Hmm. I'm glad for you to be in a place where you are in freedom. Yes, I think oh, there's yeah. there's some really amazing tracks of life people can take, and and for some it looks like marriage and family, and for some it looks like something different, and, yeah. and freedom will feel different for different people. Definitely, and I think it's really uh, I'm really grateful that you got to to chase a path that allows you to feel that. Oh, yeah, so that's really too. cool. I'm very grateful that I did, for sure. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. 
Um, so you have not known me super long. Um, we, we've watched each other sit in some cold ice together. Yeah. But um, <laughs> what is something you think you and I have in common? Oh, um, I think the I think you and I both are interested in human behavior. Um, I'm very interested in human behavior, uh, uh, you know, which you un wh you you understand a lot from a person by just sitting and talking to them, just sitting with them and asking them questions and being this uh, this curious and inquisitive is something that I believe that we share in co that, that commonality, like you know, you doing this and sitting down with people and strangers and asking them these questions is uh, is something that I that I would definitely see um, that is that stokes your interest in what motivates people, uh, why they are who they are, how did they get here, and you know, at the same time, it's very telling on, you know, when you observe, you're an observer that way, I'm an observer that way, and I observe people all the time. And just by observing, I can, I can, I can tell a lot about a person mm -hmm. just by observing their behavior. So yeah, I think that that's what uh, that's what we, we have in common. I like sharing that with you. Yeah. I see that very much in you as well. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, I was asked very recently if I ever regretted somebody I've had on this podcast. And I was like, no. Hmm. And I think it is. It's that when you, you're aware of somebody and you watch and you listen and you and you observe and you see that, you, you pick up very quickly the beauty in people. And, yeah. and it's like, oh, no, no, there's no regret, but I really want to share these people. And, and you're someone that fell right into that within a few moments. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, we got <laughs> we to gotta share more of Janice. So, yeah, that's cool. It's an honor to share that with yeah, you. So I feel thanks. honored as well. Thank hmm. you. What is something you are looking forward to? Oh, uh, so <laughs> much, and I, uh, I, I look forward to seeing the world and traveling. And uh, I just, you know, I just want to see everything. I want to see everything, and I want to have every experience. And uh, there's places in the world where I am just dying to to see myself and to be able to mm -hmm. to observe myself in. Um, I love, uh, I love different cultures and uh, and uh, and different places and. I like to observe how they live and what motivates them and all of that. So um, that's why I, I uh, you know, things that I can look forward to obviously is about knowing and getting to know other places, other people, and and nothing opens up your view of the world or your perception of things as travel and getting mm -hmm. to you know to to see different places and mm -hmm. and understand how different people live. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Well, what's uh what's on the top of that list of somewhere to see? Um, I want to go back to Southeast Asia, but I, uh, I, m my, my first on my bucket list is Japan. Um, I want to, I want to, when I was in Asia last time, I couldn't make it to Japan, and I, uh, you know, I was like, damn, that's a place that I, I want to go, definitely, uh, um, Japan, and I want to go back to Thailand, and I want to go to Cambodia as well, and just, uh, you know, take it all in. I think that their, their understanding of, life and philosophy of life and uh, you know they have it's a clarity that mm -hmm. us Westerners don't really you know we overcomplicate things and you're uh, kidding <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, the, this the simplicity <laughs> of uh, the simplicity of, of the teachings of Buddha for example is just so mm -hmm. simple but it's also so true and and uh, you know people in, in Asia they stick to that and they you know a lot of them like live super happy like Thailand is one of the happiest places in the world because they're true to their to their teachings and uh, and uh, it's so simple it's just based in based on love and uh, you know based on love without 
all the punishment and without all the guilt and without all of that. And I think that uh, mm -hmm. those cultures interest me a lot and I'm very interested to, to seeing how, these, how they live and, and what I can learn from them, especially like if any, any information that I have, I'm, I'm an information junkie. So anything that you can share with me, please tell me what your secret is uh, so I can then bring it to my people. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's, uh, in, in, that's in my bucket list for sure, just to be able to go to these places where, where this uh, peaceful energy that you can mm -hmm. get, uh, especially in, in, in Southeast Asia, for sure. Mm -hmm. Japan is a different story. I have other interests in going to mm -hmm. Japan, but, but yeah, that's kind of like why. Very cool. Let's see. Um, the flip side of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Oh, yeah, man. Um, I think that we are, the world is just stuck in this place of, uh, you know, there's this, this and this is no knock against anybody, but the, the, this generation that is ruling the world right now has been in power for so long, and it's like, um, it's like, no, you know, it's, it's time to, to make space for, for the new ideas, for the new generations, for the new, for freshness, right? So uh, I, I wish that that part of the world would be over soon, you know, like all of these people that are just dinosaurs and it's just like man please just get out of the way and and let the mm -hmm. young blood come in and and give the world a much needed refresher you know <laughs> just uh, different points of view and that's that's the part that i wish it was over a little mm -hmm. bit you know this uh and uh yeah you know just all of the anger that 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 brings on it's just this constant anger mm -hmm. uh, uh that's what i wish it, it could be over by now mm -hmm. A little less anger, or less a lot less. A lot less. <laughs> a lot less anger, and a lot less of you know of the uh, of the wanting to wanting to accumulate power. Mm -hmm. Just this this thirst for being the most powerful, the mm -hmm. most you know. That I think that's a, it's such a such a dated uh, idea. It's such a dated goal. Mm -hmm. It's just you know. It's like you know. Uh, yeah, the, the you know the Wall Street '80s are over. Just like <laughs> let it go, <laughs> let it go. Yeah, mm, very much. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? Uh, I guess keeping it real. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a very real person in the way. You know, I I have a, I have a <laughs> I have zero tolerance for bullshit. <laughs> So and uh, I, I try to keep it as real as possible, and this is something that I that I I am. I it's, it's something that I, I I developed very early in life, and uh, you know when I was in high school, people voted me the the you know the 100% natural person because I was like I was always just like keeping it super real, and um, and uh, that's kind of like what I think that my biggest asset in and what I feel that sometimes people value the most. Me, not always because. Obviously, in this world, not a lot of people like the truth or like to hear the truth or like to be confronted with, hey, I can see through you, man. So like not a lot of people like that, which has brought me a lot of a lot of tough times and a lot of conflict with different types of people. But at the end of the day, that's uh, that's I know that that is something that I have of value and that I, I know that other people value uh, about me as well. Mm, very much. Mm -hmm. I think that's a it's a high on my values list. People who can be real and be themselves, but but also do that in a way that um, is done in love. Yes, and I think done you in love. you do that beautifully. Thank so you. Thank yeah, you so much, that's yeah. that's a it's a cool factor to have those two together. Yeah. Um, so 
I think it might know the answer to this, but where do you call home and what makes it home to you? Well, now I call uh, Tulum is my home. Um, and I am very happy to call this place my home, even though it's been through so many changes. And since, the, since I got here in the past six years, it's transformed mm -hmm. completely. But um, I, I'm very happy to call this place my home because um, I, was, uh, I was humble enough to be completely open when I got here. I did not come here with any expectations at all. I was just here, you know, blindly. I just gave myself and surrendered to it, to, to whatever it is that was waiting for me here. I had never been here before. I didn't know what I was going to find here. And that felt scary, but very exciting at the same time. And because I, was, I wasn't really fighting anything, it, Tulum just totally embraced me and gave me everything that I had ever wanted and desired and, and it was so fast. This place has this power of, of you know, of, of the time works differently here. It's just, <laughs> it's just a very strange place where, where, you know, time passes and a lot of things happen quickly. Um, so it, this place gave me something that I never had before. I always you know, struggled with many things. Anything that I wanted to, to do or any goal that I wanted to reach or any, anything that I wanted to actually achieve took me years. It was super hard. It was always an uphill battle. It was always, you know, just fight for it. And uh, I had this conversation not long ago with my mother. You know, she very nicely, she always calls me, you know, you're a warrior, you're a warrior, you're always after it. And I looked at her, I was like, I don't want to be a warrior. And like, I understand that it comes from a place of love and thank you, but I don't want it to be a struggle anymore. And when I got to Tulum, this place, uh, this place just gave me so much. It was so abundant, left and right, and and it embraced me and it healed me from from a lot of things. So mm -hmm. um, I, I I'm very happy and proud to call this place home. Mm -hmm. Now, home uh, in another way, in a different way, is uh, Mexico City, which is the place that saw me. You know that where I was born and and I was raised, and and the chaos and the and the you know. It's just, it's madness, and I love it. I love it for it. I love it. It's the most amazing, exciting city in the world. It's got the most amount of uh, museums and the best food and the best people, and it's just, it's amazing. But, it, but you know, it, it, stopped, it stopped serving me, and I, I needed to see that, and uh, I didn't want to see that at the beginning. And, uh, but finally, when I realized that I needed to get out of there, it was because it was almost choking me. It was almost like such a love-hate thing. Um, and then when I got to Tulum, I just like, I thought that it was going to be, you know, I was open to be like, I don't know how much time I'm going to be here. It could be a year, it could be two hours, it could be 10 years. I don't know. I'm still open to it. As long as this place is still feels like home to me, I'll be here. And when it doesn't, I'll, you know, I'll go somewhere else. It's beautiful. Yeah, I share some of those love sentiments for this location yeah. very much. So. Very special, this place. Mm -hmm. Um, what is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I wish I didn't struggle with myself. I wish <laughs> I didn't struggle with my thoughts and my my own brain getting you know in the way. Um, since I was a kid, you know, everybody everybody told me how oh, you're so smart. You're so smart, and I was like, yeah, okay, good. And then it was like, but. No, it'll get you in trouble. It'll, you know. So, uh, I think I, I, I don't want to struggle with my inner thoughts anymore. That's what I don't want to struggle. I, there's a lot of I have such a loud inner monologue sometimes that 
I, I'm, I'm in my head a lot, and that's something that I, I, I struggle with for sure. I just, sometimes I just need to get out of there, and I don't know how. Uh, so yeah, the, you know, struggle with my own my own thoughts. I wish I didn't do that so much. Yeah, I can I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Many things going on in yeah. the brain, feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so loud in there. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you used to struggle with, but don't anymore, or have grown in? Uh, I used to struggle with self-regulation. It was uh, it was very hard for me to self-regulate. Uh, I mean. I always had to cope. I, I was very independent, very young, because I didn't. I have coping skills because uh, I had to develop them in a very young age. But I, uh, the coping skills were just like, I'll cope. But I kept it all inside, and it was just uh, I didn't really deal with it. So it just grew, grew and festered and festered. So uh, that. It grew so much that whatever, some, if something irritated me, it would just trigger all of this anger and all of this angst and all of this, and uh, and I think and that was hard to self-regulate. Like, uh, I'm I'm super patient. I'm super patient um, and very understanding. Uh, but I can also go from zero to a thousand in a second, and that is that you know once I've reached that limit of like I can't put any more in this bag hmm. then it all just you know it just comes out in the worst way so uh, hmm. I, I, I that was something that I struggled with for a very long time and now I'm very proud to say that I'm, I'm way better at it just also just by reframing it's cool mm -hmm. well, congratulations thank on you that. <laughs> that being an example to other people in the world for <laughs> that as well that's cool uh, what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with Oh, um, uh, human behavior things like you know <laughs> I, I a lot of my friends and this is also something that I did when I was, since I was very young I've, I've always been a very objective person so I can give you know um, my yeah, my point of view or or an, a very objective uh, view of things so uh, a lot of my a lot of people come to me for advice in their f in their partner dynamics um, I understand a lot about because I love behavior and because I'm interested in that I understand what motivates people to do certain things and and uh, having that objectivity to see it from uh, from a different point of view or just a, an overview of things as well um, that uh, has you know it draws a lot of people in to ask me for either advice or a point of view on their relationships or their struggles in their their relationships or in the dynamics with their partners, um, and uh, I, I've I feel I feel that I have been able to help a lot of these people through certain like really tough conversations that they mm -hmm. have to have either with each other or with their partners or with themselves, as well. So that's uh, yeah, that's something that I I feel very happy to to have that ability mm. to help people with their because sometimes it's super hard it's super hard to communicate sometimes and. And uh, and that's something that um, that I have been successful at. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a personal thing for a lot of people to be and to feel that that you're a safe person to bring those things up with to struggle in front of. Yeah. It says a lot about about you and and how you're perceived by those people as well. So that's really cool. Yeah. I think that that's a, because I'm a, I keep it real in that way. <laughs> I keep it objective, and it's just like all right, you know, like I'm not gonna be on anybody's side, but you know. I'm going to give you the tea, and I'm going to give you the tea too. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like this is what I see, and this is where the area of opportunity. It's not only about telling them where I see and they're where where they're failing, mm -hmm. but it's also offering 
uh, you know, where I see the area of opportunity for either improving or fixing or, or getting better, you know, mm -hmm. or growing together. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, that, that type of clarity has, uh, has served me well for that, for mm -hmm. sure. Very much. That's cool. All right, so this is a little more fun. If I were to give you $10,000, so like 200,000 pesos, mm -hmm. you have two weeks to spend it. Mm -hmm. You can't give it away. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Well, uh, I'll travel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, I'll, I'll just set myself up with the sickest uh, 30 days of travel. I would like travel for 30 days and go to many different places, and uh, that's what I would do with that money for sure. Done. Nice yeah. and easy. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any some anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not a place that they would receive it with the heart you intended or um, believe it the way you know it to be true? And don't tell me who, if so. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I wish that I could say that I, that I understand, that I understand their position and that I forgive them. Hmm. That I forgive them even though they don't think that they need forgiveness, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's always hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that I, that I forgive them for, um, for the pain that they caused without, mm. you know, sometimes intentionally and sometimes unintentionally. But, uh, mm. um, yeah, that mm. probably that would be it. And forgiveness is something that I have also struggled with in the past. Uh, mm. Just, you know, to me, I, I always thought that some for that to happen, I, I needed that person to come and ask for forgiveness mm. and so that I could then grant it in a way, which is just, mm -hmm. you know, absurd. <laughs> uh, so no, it's just uh, I would do that because it's uh, you know forgiveness sets me free. Mm -hmm. um, uh, otherwise, you know, resentment is like like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before too. It's yeah. a, it's a heavy thing, and to to be able to say like you know what, yeah, it's it's an acknowledgement of the depth of pain we've experienced, and to say like I am going to not carry this anymore. Yeah. It is totally different from when that person, if that person is ever standing before us and saying hey, I'm accounting for this and mm -hmm. I'm holding myself responsible and you can receive that however y you need to and, and you don't owe me anything like that, that's different. But just to let it go for ourselves is, yeah. it's, well, it's, it's a very, lot. It's very powerful. Yeah. I mean, it's, but that's, that's why it's hard. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's a, the, I mean, at the, uh, at the other side of it, the, the, it's very powerful and very, uh, it's liberating in mm -hmm. a way, but uh, to get there is a little hard for sure. But it's a, mm -hmm. uh, it's something that I, I keep doing every day. Uh, mm -hmm. That's something. It's 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 something that I'm actively doing at this moment in my <laughs> life right now with like uh, different people, and um, and I feel I feel better about it. You know, sometimes I sometimes I, I I feel great, and sometimes I still feel that sting. You know, sometimes I feel that man. I definitely wish that you could understand it from, or you know, uh, just see it through my eyes if if it was only once. Mm -hmm. But if that's asking too much, or I know that that's not something that I'm going to get, then you know, just why bother? You know, just uh, yeah, it 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 releases me more mm -hmm. than anything, which is what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can resonate with that a lot mm -hmm. for sure. Um, would there be anything that's hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, probably. Probably that I am stubborn, you know that <laughs> <laughs> that I'm stubborn. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's a uh, that's a hard one for me, you know. Like, which I, is something that I know that I am anyway. You know, sometimes that maybe that's why it stings so much. Sometimes mm -hmm. it would be like, why you're so stubborn. I'm like, oh. 
because at the at the end of the day it's also served me well you know being stubborn is also something that has got me here to where I if I didn't insist so much in many things that I had to do um, I wouldn't be here yeah it's it's like less about saying these are my negative qualities and more about saying how am I how am I honing them in yes. to to be a strength yes yeah exactly that's cool yeah what would you say makes you feel at peace? Gratitude. Gratitude mm-hmm. makes me feel at peace. It's just like that. Uh, that's just my. It's my go-to now. You know, and it's also so because it's new to me, and like it's a, a very few years that I've been like a couple of years that I've been actually actively practicing it. It has brought me a lot of peace. Um, that's where I, I feel the most peaceful, and I feel the most at ease. So um, definitely, gratitude is is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what I use to get there. Hmm. I love that. I think those are very connected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now? Oh no, life feels pretty steady. Um, <laughs> pretty steady. I have very clear path. I have a lot of clarity on on where I want to go and where I'm heading, um, which is also feels great. You know, I, I I don't feel drifting or I don't feel like I'm lost or anything at all, which was something that I struggled with in my in my younger years for sure. I was just trying to make it work some way or another, and and now I I feel that I have a, you know I have direction and I have such clarity and having clarity is something that uh, that I I uh, at, has given me this ability to look to look forward. I also. I, I do have this ability of seeing the future in a way, precisely because I'm so interested in behavior and I understand mm-hmm. what leads to what. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a good vision of... So you're uh, not telling me you know what the next lottery tickets are? No, unfortunately <laughs> not. That, that, that type of mind level, I am not there yet. <laughs> but I would love to. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a part of also something that I've been able to develop more by owning my own company, you know, mm-hmm. being... I, I've honed in on that on that skill to be able to understand when when you you know when you you open up a, a company in an uncertain market that you don't know what's going to happen you need to have that ability to understand where things are going so that you can be first that's mm-hmm. the older thing like I like innovation mm-hmm. and I like to be I like to be at the forefront and that's that's also not always easy you know when you're you know, you're trailblazing in a way, like you're going to find a lot of resistance and you're going to have to open a lot of doors by yourself, uh, which is fine, but it's, uh, but you need to have certain abilities to be able to cope and be able to see where the right doors are, you know, so that you can open them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, knowing where the door is to open, not yeah, just yeah, for sure. running through it. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool. Well, thank you for that sharing that. Yeah. Well, if you have, you know, there's many doors. So, <laughs> you know, it's like door number one, door number two, door number three. Yeah, we don't always just get one laid yeah, out no, for us. Exactly. I see that would make yeah, yeah. things a little too easy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is always my loaded question a bit. But is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex that normally they wouldn't receive while coming from you as a woman? Oh, my Whether that's a compliment, a criticism, an encouragement, Something uh, you want them to know about women, something you want them to know about themselves. Oh my God! However, my God. you want to take that. How much time do you have? <laughs> it's just like um, your most important one. Yes. Well, it's just you know, I would love to say to the opposite sex, just you know, especially in these times now, just be better, man. Just you know, step up to to step up, man. Like you know, it's now you see so much of this, you know, this this 
this idea that you know the, the, this division in terms of calling people like men of value and women of value mm. and no no like it's just you know there is so much to be understood now that women are not the enemy just you know we're not the enemies we we just want to live our lives and we want to live our lives peacefully and we want to have the opportunities to be whatever we want to be and you know it's not it's not a battle we shouldn't be battling each other and it it, it feels like a battle a lot of the times you know i worked in male driven industries all the time and you know uh, i worked in advertising for a very long time i was creative in advertising into big big agencies worldwide agencies and i had to deal with a lot of and also especially you know in mexico i come from a mexican culture so it just felt like an uphill battle all the time and uh, it, you know being in a being in a board meeting and you know having a voice not a lot of men like that and that got me into a lot of trouble like un unwarranted also it was just all of these reactions that I didn't really understand why what's going on like why you know I and because I'm a woman that keeps it real oh they do not like that no 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 I had a lot of uh, a lot of conflict with that and uh, and it, it did it did bring me to a moment and a decision where I was just like no I can't do this anymore I can't do this anymore because I didn't really see any and I didn't really see it getting any better um, uh, so I, I did hit the glass ceiling in my job and it was just I, I know that there's no more for me and I went to my boss and I talked to him I was like what's, what's up what's here for me he's like no there's nothing here for you you need to understand and know that your position is this and that that's where you're going to stay and there's no more for you so I had to leave my 13 year job because there was nothing left for me there and that was a very hard pill to swallow it made me very angry for a very long time mm -hmm. um, so I think that my, my message would be kind of like you know we're not the enemy so do better and, and, and the only thing it's not that hard the only thing you have to do is be nice just be nice be nice to us that's all we want hmm not really asking for much mm -hmm. just you know the same courtesy that you would have with anybody else have with women hmm. yeah and there is something to be said for like life often is a fight but it doesn't need to be against each other it can no. be together mm -hmm. so definitely I think mm -hmm. that we could uh, we could do so much more together if we weren't really fighting each other all the time or if women didn't have to fight for their positions you know like that is something to me that isn't really, I don't really understand why it, it has to be that way. You know, it's like, oh, you, you have to fight for your place. Why? Why? Like, you're, you're not fighting for your place. Why should I have to fight for my place? You know, it's just, you know, it's not a battle. It's not a fight. We're not here to compete with each other. We're here to complement each other and we're here to help each other out. I, as a woman, have skills and abilities that you as a man don't have. You as a man have skills and abilities that I, as a woman, don't have. Why don't we put our stuff together and then we become a great team? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, that's, that's what I've been searching. That's what I always search in um, my, my partnerships and my relationships. I, I like to work and collaborate with my partner and, and uh, sometimes it's super hard. And, mm -hmm. But honestly, when it works, it's magic. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, you do have the the benefit of being uh, in a cool relationship in that. Capacity. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a yeah, but it's a, you know as any work and I benefit. It's something you both have worked at. 
and chosen. Yes. So yes, yeah. yes, yes, we do. Uh, but people like still people ask me all the time, how do you do it? Like, how can you work and live together and work together and do everything together? And I was like, because we don't do everything together because we're still individuals. Mm -hmm. It's easier for me to understand sometimes, you know, like uh, as yeah, uh, all partnerships have struggle with being able to understand the other side. Um, and it's not always easy. Like, uh, I know that my partner doesn't always see things through my eyes. And th that's okay. I also understand that that's not an ability that they have, which is fine. It's just mm -hmm. a way to then, all right, if you can't see it this way, let me reframe it for you. <laughs> reframing has been an awesome tool for me, for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I appreciate that communication of all of that and the way yeah. you've shared that. So. Um, I don't know how you feel about public speaking, but we'll, if you're not comfortable with it, we'll assume that part's out. But if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to leave them with a bit of advice, wisdom, or a life lesson, what would you share with them? Oh, I love public speaking. I've done it for, uh, for many, many times in many different settings. And uh, I always like to leave people feeling hopeful. And I think my, my biggest, my advice, my piece of advice is always like, just listen to your guts, man. Mm -hmm. Like, especially to women, mm -hmm. listen to your guts. Your guts are always right. You know, like <laughs> your guts are right and your brain gets in the way. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you know, I feel this. I feel this in every bone in my body. I feel that this is what I need to do. Do it, do mm -hmm. it. Like, mm -hmm. don't, don't let, don't listen to the noise outside. Don't listen to your past. Don't listen to, you know, just, if you feel that in your gut and you have that, we all have that, that intuition, that gut feeling that you hear something, you see something, you learn something and you feel it in your body first, listen to that. Whether it be um, a goal that you're setting, whether it be a warning that you're feeling something, you know, like you, if, you, if you feel something, identify what it is that you're feeling and, and trust it, fully trust it and take action, move forward with it. Mm -hmm. That is, that's a, it, whenever I have done this in my own life, it works. It works <laughs> like a charm. It seriously does. Like before I got here, I made myself a rule where I was like, "All right, whenever I think that I that I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do the complete opposite." <laughs> I seriously did that for months. Like I was like, "I want to do this. I'm gonna do this," and I was like, "No, I'm gonna do the complete opposite." And my life transformed. It totally mm -hmm. turned around because mm -hmm. I wasn't listening to my head. It was more about. Mm -hmm. No, it was what I I would do here. I would do. I was so analytical all the time. I would do this, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm just. And I was like, no, do the opposite. Do the opposite. The upside down world was what got me actually to break that pattern That's and trust cool. my gut. Yeah, I think it's some really sound advice. And listen to all of that if you need to. If you're listening here, tap back a few seconds. Listen to everything she just said there in its entirety and. Don't take a section of that. Take the whole piece of it and, and apply it to how it makes sense for you in your life. And yeah. I really appreciate that advice. I think no, that's yeah. sound. <laughs> so, um, What is something you wish people knew about your culture? Oh, um, that we're really hardworking. Mexicans are really hardworking people. You know, we, uh, we get a bad, a bad rep about being lazy or about, and it's not true, man. You know, like mm -hmm. I've... Uh, I've, I've, every single person that I've, that every single Mexican that I know, you know, work really hard. Like Mexico is one of the, the countries that works most hours with very little pay. Um, and uh, we're very hardworking. Uh, and also we are the happiest people. We're warm. We love everybody, everybody. We love everybody. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> everybody's, 
you know, we're uh, we're warm and loving, um, and uh, and we're very hardworking. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, that's something that I I do want to get out there. Cause mm-hmm. It's true. I can I can vouch for that a thousand and one percent. It's very very true, and yeah. and yeah, I could not agree with that sentiment more. Yeah. But what is and maybe that maybe that answers this a little bit. But what is something you love about your culture? What I love about my culture, you know what I truly love about it is that we have the best sense of humor. We're so we're so self-satire. You know, we we make fun of ourselves all the time, and and that is well, obviously because we have been so ill-managed for so long. Humor has been something that has been our lifeline. You know, Mexicans, if, if we weren't, if we didn't laugh at ourselves, we'd be crying in a corner somewhere. It would be just like, it's tragedy. <laughs> because, you know, Mexico is, a, is an amazingly rich country filled with beautiful culture. We have all types of, like, nature here. It's just rich on, in everything. It's culture, it's people, it's food, it's, it's places, it's scenery, everything. And we've always been plagued by by mismanagement. We've been ill-managed since like forever, and our government has always let us down. And and because it's always let us down, you know, before before this new administration came in, it was something that joined us all as Mexicans together. We all of us made fun of the government. We all laughed at it. We all made fun of it. We all went after it. We all made jokes about it. We always. We didn't. We knew that we couldn't count on our government to do anything for us. So we learned how to work around it, and um, this has changed a little bit in the past six years, unfortunately. But but it's a. Uh, it is something that that you know that has hel- helped us stay afloat of situations, really bad situations, and also like uh, what we really are is also very. We have a lot of solidarity between us, like. Mexico City, especially, like we've gone through some really bad tragedies, like having really bad earthquakes, and and you know, like and and when that happens, everybody pulls together. Like it doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, what what car you're driving, what you know, what social stress you belong to, you'll see everybody digging, pulling up rocks, and trying to save their own people. So that's a uh, that's also something that I value a lot. But we love to laugh. We love mm-hmm. to laugh about others and about ourselves as well because we do it about ourselves first we <laughs> always feel that we have then we have chance it's like all right i laugh about myself and then i laugh a little bit about you and that's how it goes <laughs> that's fair yeah i think that gives a little bit of license to do that yeah, for totally. sure mm-hmm. anything within your culture that you're not proud of yes i'm not proud of uh the level of corruption the easiness of you know to of, to be able to buy somebody off and you know the level of corruption, and and now my I feel that this in the past six years, it's j- five years, it's changed a lot. It, there's it, it's there's a divisive nature now, and um, what felt like unity now feels like we're against each other as well. And we've taken uh, a lot of that from like the U.S. playbook, and uh, because that's something that I don't like about Mexico, that we're so close to that. You know, being next door neighbors to the U.S., this is no knock on the U.S. Like, I, I lived in the States for, for, for three years when I was very young, so I'm bicultural, actually. I mean, my name is Janice White, you know, like, uh, my first language was English. So, uh, you know, uh, and I, I fully love the country in, in many ways, but, uh, but we all know that it's been in, in decline for a while, and, and being this close to it has, has affected us as a culture and as a people, definitely, no doubt, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can appreciate that. Would you say you know what your purpose is in life? Yes. 
I do. By now I do. Thank God, man. It took me a yeah. while, but I got here. <laughs> I am all about self-optimization. Um, I am about self-optimization for the purpose of improving quality of life. And my purpose is to either develop or share methods or tools for self-optimization to acquire and be able to live the best life possible. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my purpose in life. And I understood this uh, a little later as well, but I also did a lot of, uh, I, I found this amazing tool that's uh, it's called human design. I don't know if you're familiar with it. And it taught me a lot about myself and I, I, I understood uh, how I could hone my purpose and really understand that for me it's not a lot about doing 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 it's more about guiding mm -hmm. and um, and uh, and helping others and and you know developing certain things and certain strategies I'm a great strategist that's for sure so when I develop certain strategies and give them to people and people go like oh my god this so it worked it doesn't mean that I, you know, that that's kind of like my my m at when I'm at my best, and mm -hmm. I know that that is what I'm what I'm great at, and um, and that's why uh, I I created a vehicle for that, and I created my company, and uh, I I started it as a wellness company with a focus, and now it just it turned into still being a wellness company, but with a with a specific purpose of giving people different tools and, and methods so that they can improve their lives because mm -hmm. it, this is just because it's testimonial you know mm -hmm. is if 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 I could do it and I you know it wasn't easy for me but if I could do it anybody can do it and um, and that's uh, that's kind of like my purpose is to share that view on and encourage people to take take their lives into their own hands and and decide and and make the choices and it's not always going to be mm -hmm. easy or pretty um, Very rarely is. It's worth it, man. It is fucking yeah. worth it for sure. Yeah, I love that. I could not agree with that more for sure. Mm -hmm. So I hope you're hearing that and absorbing that for what it means for you if you're listening. Um, so I know you have a few, but uh, do you have a favorite tattoo? And if so, why? Oh, a favorite. Hmm. Well, I guess. Huh. They all have different stories. Um, but I guess one of my favorites is this one, mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's just a, it's just a way of reminding myself that I was young and, and, um, <laughs> and, I, and I thought that I had this philosophy of life, right? And, uh, but it, is, it has become, it has been pretty, pretty handy. It's a, it's a Kabbalah symbol. It's one of the 72 names of God. And I'm mm -hmm. not really religious at all. I'm actually quite agnostic. Um, but it gave me a message that I didn't understand back then. I got this when I was in my 20s, and it just is a message that tells you to stay away from ego. Um, mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand it back then. It, it meant something different to me back then. And, and as the years have gone by, uh, when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, okay, this, uh, you know, I, I knew that this is something that I that I had to that I had to put on my skin to be able to remind myself every once in a while. And it has changed the meaning. Um, through the years and now it's just a reminder of when I think of you know stay away from your ego so that you can find the light so that you can be at peace so it, that is the the internal battle that I have sometimes with my brain and that's what I struggle sometimes mm -hmm. just like when my brain is talking to me all the time and I'm in my head I know that I'm in a place of ego and I'm knowing that in contact with that 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 I think that I have to have the solution for everything or that I think that it has to come from me and and, and this is a good reminder to also 
step away from that, which means it's just to be open, be open and let, let the information in. Mm -hmm. the, the information, if I don't have it, it must be out there somewhere, so mm -hmm. just let it in. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm. I really like that a lot. Mm. If it's not, if I don't have it, it's out there. Let it's it in. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's that's cool. Mm. It's a neat concept to not feel like again. I think as we were walking here from from our ice bath this morning along mm. the beach and walking to where we're sitting now, um, yeah, you just shared you shared something with me that was like really on those lines, and it's uh, my brain's failing me, but that's okay. <laughs> that's always okay. No, yep. but yeah, I, I do appreciate that very much. So. Hmm. Um, what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of? Oh, uh, the the transformation of my life. Hmm. The, um, I, what I have achieved that I'm very proud of, and I don't give myself enough credit for this, is uh, uh, I was I w I, my life was set to go in a certain way, and I was uh, kind of like very proud to be this rebel and this, this person that didn't really like like. Um, you know, I I had a I had a life that was filled with things that weren't good for me. You know, mm -hmm. that weren't healthy for me. I, uh, I I I ate the wrong foods. I drank too much. I smoked like a chimney. Uh, I partied a lot. I, I worked way too much. I you know I just I just burned the candle on both ends mm -hmm. for a long time. And I thought that that was it. That was the grind. That was the life, right? And uh, and uh, becoming a healthier person. Mm -hmm which wasn't easy at all and I was totally against I was like you know I would watch you know I would see people go to the gym and I'm going to the gym I was like you idiot why would you go to the gym what's wrong with you like, why are you so vain what do you care what you look like nobody cares what you look like or nobody cares about your muscles and and I didn't really I didn't really understand I was so against it and um, and then when I when I started getting in, in, in contact and in living in my body and having body awareness, and uh, I you know I was this person that I would like I would go on January first to the gym and pay for a full year membership and then never show up again, like never just throwing my money away, just being like I'll go to the best gym and it'll motivate me and blah 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 and I would pay for a full year. This will make me get up tomorrow morning, never. <laughs> and I did this twice, two years in a row. I did this. Wow! And uh, because that's just I hadn't found what really trapped me and what really moved mm -hmm. me and what really made me be in my body. Mm. And this is how I became an acrobat at 32. Like uh, I was, I was in my 30s when I found uh, acrobatics, and uh, and I was like, this is super interesting. It's hard as hell. I, I took a, a I took a, a Chinese pole class once and for 90 minutes and I, I, I understood that I couldn't even hold my own weight and I was like, what, what is this? Kind of, when I got in the car after the class, I couldn't close the door, I was so sore. <laughs> I was so sore, I couldn't put my arms up. The next day I w wanted to go to work and I had to wash my hair and I got into the shower and I tried to put my hands up and they would not just like, not, my body would not respond. I was so sore. I was like, everything hurts, muscles that I didn't even know that I had this is what I need to be doing. And it was very effective, very fast, and it trapped me, it grabbed me, and I just became, it, I, it, it, it also saved my life in a way because I was, um, I was just going through my divorce. I was just you know, changing my life that way and I needed something like that. And I found this place and then I found a bunch of sisters and there you know, I made a good community and uh, found a lot of women that were also professionals, lawyers, doctors, everybody that was just in need to 
get in contact with their own bodies and and that journey was a was a long one but I'm proud that I actually did that that was something that because it did change my 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 everything it did that's cool yeah I mean there's there's so much to be said for just taking that time to say okay I'm gonna appreciate what I've done here yeah. I want to look back on it and say like yeah this wasn't easy no. this is hard and, and those are some really big things to be very very proud of yeah. and it's cool to be on this side of them and to yeah. see the benefits and to, to reap them and to oh continue yeah. now to I'm like now I'm super happy that I did it because it set my it set my 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 health track into my into my 40s in a very different way I have a different perspective and I you know I'm, I'm a, I know that I'm a healthier person because mm -hmm. of it and and healthier and not just my body and my physicality but also my mind and, and mm -hmm. you know my heart so it uh, it just it did it did change me but I needed to find that thing that grabbed me otherwise like no I love that too yeah it's that motivation it's like finding it doesn't need to look the same way it does for other people no, no, we do not. need to take care of our body and our health matters and being physically active and a way that makes sense for us is so important but it's okay for it to look like whatever it needs to look like whatever it is you want to do hey like you know i I'm seriously I, I when i was a kid i was a lot into sports but because my mother didn't want me i was so much energy she was like i need to send this kid to whatever class you know she was like you're gonna go swimming and you're gonna be part of the swim team and then you're gonna go and we're gonna dance and then you're gonna go play tennis whatever you know she just sent me to all these things and i was a sporty kid but because I had so much energy, but I, I was I was also in gymnastics when I was young. But I I was a stiff body since I was born. I was a very stiff. I wasn't a baby that would eat th their foot. That wasn't me. Um, and I was a terrible gymnast. It was and I got injured a lot. I got you know I broke my bones. It was just I was a terrible gymnast. And then when I in my thirties like. I found a way to like if I'm not flexible, I'm gonna make myself strong. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was 35 and I was flagging off of like street poles and it was just, it was sick, it was amazing. It was just that I could do this with my body and it helped a lot with my, with my confidence for sure and it helped a lot with my, the understanding of, of, of my, my machine and, and mm -hmm. you know, the, this body that I inhabit and this vehicle that I am in for this life, so. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I like that. Thank you for bringing the acrobatics back up, too. Because I was like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a strong point in my life, that one. It was that's, very fun, too. That's yeah. fun. I love having a fun physical activity yeah, that yeah. you did to do. It was do. a blast. Yeah. It was hard. Don't uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it was like, there's no glamour in it, okay? Like, there's no glamour in it. People are like, oh, my God, it's so glamour. No, it's yeah, like no glamour. At the I, end, when you I, know you're doing it, maybe I had looks bruises in yeah. places that you're not supposed to be bruised in. I had calluses in the, my back and the back of my knee. It was just like, you know, it was, it was, it's hard it's oh hard man. on the body mm -hmm. uh, but it's but it, to me it was very worth it that's really cool yeah mm. well Janice there's been so much that I'm just so grateful for getting to hear and learn from you getting to share with others and uh, and just your time in this as well but is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you um, well, well, first, you know, I'm very grateful to you for taking this time. I know mm -hmm. that I talk a lot. I'm a, you know, I'm a, no, please. I'm a, I'm a talker, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate your time no. for sure. And yeah. I'm very honored that you invited me for this and asking me these questions, which are amazing, by the mm -hmm. way. These, this Thank line you. of questioning is so honest and it's so candid mm -hmm. and I, I, um, I find it to be very, uh, very real, So, mm -hmm. which also I appreciate. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, I just, you know, to know about me, I don't know, just, you know, I am, I'm, I'm a, a, a woman that has been in this life and in this world for a while and there's so much that I've seen 
and um, I just want to be a, also a champion for other women and encourage women to to keep going and you know just just do do you you know <laughs> just do you and whatever feels good to you and whatever whatever doesn't feel good to you anything that is discomfort in a way that is going to make you regret don't do it hmm. you know it's a uh, we as, as women were conditioned to say yes all the time and to be those who you know like c compromise all the time and oh, okay I'll do this for you and I'll do that for you and we're always waiting for that payback and it never comes so um, I just you know uh, as, as, as this person that I am today like be unapologetic about who you are stop apologizing Mm -hmm. Not about, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, could I, no, like, you know, like, we, we apologize way too much in this world, and, mm -hmm. and I think that the, I would like to see less of that in the world, mm -hmm. for sure, and more, more beautiful, confident women going after it, going after whatever mm -hmm. it is it may be. Hmm. Well, thank you for being one of those beautiful, confident women that others can look to, learn so from, and, uh, and be encouraged and, and see that it's just truly possible. So, yeah, it's been a beautiful conversation with you, and I'm just so grateful for your time. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. It's been lovely. Thank lovely. you. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me in the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.